Hey folks, you're about to listen to our episode with Travis L. Cox, um, uh, part two here. Uh, we recorded before the Pacers-Lakers game and uh, before the Dwayne Wade news. We'll have that on our regular uh, program this week, but here, enjoy this interview with Travis L. Cox. What's up, folks? It's another edition. It's hitting the high notes. Jazz talk. It is I. I am here. Uh, you can find me at who Transumas, H-U-U-T-R-A-N-S-U-P-E-R-M-A-N, Superman, however you want to spell that, on the Twitterverse and the uh, uh, IG. We're here with Godzilla 49 and uh, Dragon Squash Logan Cox, but we decided that was not enough Cox for this episode. We need to bring on at Trav Elcox. Travis Elcox, um, uh, the best guest um, uh, that we've ever had. Uh, Travis, thank you for calling us back. It was a whole different day. Um, uh, we're not recording one after another or anything. Of course uh, not. A whole different night, as Logan likes to say. <laughs> I blocked uh, out a whole week just in case. Exactly. Um, uh, uh, Travis, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Yeah, you know, just hanging out. You're loving the pod here. Uh, we're gonna interview you here in just a question, uh, just a minute. But I want to let you say hi before we get to. We're gonna go reverse or Logan Cox. Um, uh, man, thanks for uh, calling me back again on a, on a whole different day to record this episode, part two. Yeah, hello. How y'all doing? <laughs> How it's are you doing? Fun. It's good. only funny if you watch my six hundred pound life. Okay. <laughs> The DJ's, like, laugh, like, the, the DJ's <laughs> laughing in the background. I was, I was, I was, I was, Logan just had a stroke, I think. On air. <laughs> I, I thought he was. I thought he was uh, doing some improv. So, yeah. so. Oh, we're gonna get to improv here. Um, uh, go to this is forty nine, Jared. Um, uh, uh, so we were talking jazz. Now we're talking Trav. Um, uh, how do you how do you know um, uh, Trav Cox here? Uh, you know from the Twitterverse, man. And then uh, he uh. I can't remember. I reached out to him, and then I, I figured out that him and you had a had a connection because um because I know one of your family members is associated with the Off Broadway Theater, and then uh, I know that his wife is associated uh, in some way with the Off Broadway Theater, like on uh, like her dad's on the board or something. I, I, I'm not 100 percent clear on that. I don't remember details. You but, know, what? Uh, I'm not 100 percent clear on it either. But yeah, yeah. He, he Whitney's dad is. Holds some position on the board for the Off Broadway Theater. Yeah, gotcha. Shout out to the OBT who recently, well, not recently, last year during COVID, moved to Murray or Midvale. I, I, I oh, get those cities mixed word. up a lot. Yo, I'm pretty sure it's in Murray because I I drove by and I was like, Off Broadway Theater is there like a second location? But that oh, makes a ton of to, sense. They they actually moved. Okay, they have to move. I'm uh, the state of Utah where, near where I live. The state of Utah has destroyed the theater market down there. So, um, so Travis, um, uh, you know, most people, I don't know, I, I don't, I know you. Uh, I started getting to know you from um, uh, your your tweets of your never too high, never too low tweets. We talked about in the last episode, but touch on them once more about um, uh, what you tweet out um, uh, after every win or loss. Yeah, absolutely. It's the opposite of never too high and never too low. But it's how I really feel in those moments. After every win, it's, you know, the Jazz win. We're the best there ever was. We're never going to lose again. Woo! With a bunch of exclamation points. <laughs> and that's how I feel, man. After every after a game, I just I feel so good. I'm so happy. I'm like, I feel like we, the, I'm like, oh, this is it. They're locked in. They've clicked it. They figured out all their problems. Uh, you know, and then they inevitably lose, and it's just the worst. The day is the worst day ever. 
you know, uh, life is meaningless and uh, everything is awful. So yeah. it's it started as a bit between me and, and my wife, Whitney. We would just say that to each other after the game. And I was like, you know who needs to hear this? Everyone on Twitter. And honestly, it's been one of my favorite things. I had no idea that it would sort of catch on the way it has. I think the first time I tweeted it out, it got like two or three likes. And now it's like regularly, not that likes matter, but it's the interaction with the fellow jazz fans that I like. You know, it, it gets great response. And I think people are having fun with it. So it's yep. been good. It's been a good time. After losses, I'm going to hashtag this team in it. So I love um, it. I love it. <laughs> Jumping on board there. Uh, so Travis is, is like, to me, like you're the opposite of me, right? Like um, uh, I'm, I'm really kind of the never too high, never low, too low guy for a bunch of reasons. My one of his I work in media. Second part of it is my soul died uh, a long time ago. <laughs> and um, Logan and I have joked about this, like how he was sort of on my like he felt his soul dying this year. Uh, but then all of a sudden, oh, no. like, I don't know if you guys I don't know. Yeah, if it's resurrected uh, him. Uh, yeah, I don't know if Travis L. Cox and Logan Cox touched tips or something. But um, oh, uh, Logan's Logan's uh, soul is, is back, Logan, right? Yeah, it is. Um, I was actually just sitting on the toilet texting you one day, and I said it's back. Like it's, it just, I felt it. This is not a joke. This isn't like some innuendo or story. Like I was literally sitting there texting, like you know what, I I do feel something again. Um, you know, the burning is there, the fire is there, and just to, just real. I mean, Travis, your thing is way better than that dumbass Jimbo Fisher thing that comes out every day. So yours is a million times better than that. So, I mean, we right gotta on. give Jimbo credit. He comes up with a new one every day, and I'm just copy and pasting. But I, but thank you. <laughs> uh, we don't have to give Jimbo just, any credit. Just oh. taking unnecessary. I'm, I'm just taking unnecessary <laughs> shots. I don't know anything about Jimbo at all. <laughs> uh, the the well, thing about Jimbo is that, like, um, uh, he does. I, I get that he makes new things every day, but also, like, I'm like, some of them, I've seen it, I've heard it, like. It's just, it's not that funny anymore to me, but, um, uh, but, um, uh, yeah, like yours is like, it is funny because like, it is like how part of the reason I started this podcast is because I would see people on Twitter go through like extreme highs and lows. And I want to be like, Hey guys, you know, I'm just going to come listen to this podcast. I'll be here in the middle, you know, go do your highs and lows. But when you guys are ready to come back, I'll be here in the middle and we can, <laughs> but the Jazz, you know, win a championship. Trust me, I'll, I'll be, I'll be there at the parade. So, um, yeah, it accidentally ended up being kind of a commentary on Jazz fandom in general the, of the overreactions that we do. Because sometimes after a loss, some of the takes on there are like, oh man, come on, people, like, yeah, this is this is just a game. It's just one loss. Let's not overreact. So it it is a little bit tongue in cheek, winking at at everyone else that's going on. But that's giving right, like, it more credit than it deserves. Um, I load Clarkson, let Oni run free. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the piece that yeah. you put out there. Like, uh, as we talk about some jazz stuff here, is that um, uh, uh, a lot of people were um, uh, really like Logan asked us uh, a week or two ago, was like, "What's it? What's it mean, Oni? What? What? Why is why is he so? Uh, why is everybody jumping on on board here?" Um, and uh, I, I want to do a segment where we talk about like bad takes we've all had. Uh, we we've all had them. Logan, like yeah, uh, yeah. you talked about, like Royce O'Neal, right? And and his contract, and we talked about Bogey. And a, a lot of this stuff comes to like how much we think each player are getting paid, and then what we think they should do. Like George Yang falls under this category too. Like um, we think the guys who get paid more need to be doing a lot more than um, uh, what they do sometimes. Um, and then the guys who get paid not very much 
if they do anything positive, like, oh, yeah, you know, very good. Like, it's like team manager claps because, like, you're not supposed to do anything because you're not being paid very much. Um, so back a backup quarterback scenario. Everyone's yeah, there you go. Yeah, backup backup right? Oh, yeah. Every, yeah, everybody's in love with the guy that's on the bench. Everybody. Right. The jazz uh, fans are always that way. It feels like they've been that way forever. Like, jazz fans, free Alec Burks back in the yeah. day. You it's know? a, you know, again, the, 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 the chance of the unknown, you know, that they, oh, yeah. there's, there's, a, there's a, again, I use the boxing analogy. I'm a, I mean, the box could be anything, you know, a boat's a boat, but yeah. a box could be anything. Yeah, it could be a boat, you know. Yeah, um, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah so, like Travis. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so, um, Travis, um, uh, how long have you been a jazz fan? Oh, man. I, I mean, as long as I can remember being a basketball fan, obviously, my first memories of it are really are the Stockton and Malone days. You know, I remember watching those playoff runs just so invested, so invested my little how old was i 12 13 years old just I, nothing was more important um, yeah, um uh, like so that you're talking about like 90 excuse me 97 98 yeah yeah exactly uh, what are some of your fondest memories of uh, Josh? Like, like what was like your favorite run was it that 97 98 team was it 07 is it this team or was it some another year that i'm not mentioning or forgetting yeah, no, I mean, it would be that 97, 98. If I'm being honest about my fandom, it's sort of after the that run, I got sort of more interested in, like, video games and musical theater and, and didn't quite follow. I picked good years to tune out. Like, I didn't really follow the, um, the Ty Corbin years and, like, some of the darker days. And then it wasn't until really... Um, Man, honestly, like when when Gordon Hayward and Rudy started lighting it up, and then I was like, oh wait a minute, I lo- I love these guys, I love. And then Whitney and I went to a couple of the playoff games against the Clippers, and we were like, oh, okay, wait a minute, yeah, 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 we're all in. And since then, I don't think we've missed a single game. We'll right, we'll find yeah, some cool. way to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah, welcome so, back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it, it was a long time without it, but I'm I'm now I'm fully in. And uh, yeah, uh, the the oh boy, uh, I'm all sorry, kids. All the way kids. to the base. All the way to the base. <laughs> the the cox is fully invested. He's fully in. <laughs> Hi, I'm McCoy. Hi, I'm Emily. And we're the Jazzy Gals. If you're looking for in-depth Utah Jazz basketball analysis, this ain't it. <laughs> but if you are looking to discuss how great Rudy's beard looked this week jazz twitter crushes or other fun pop culture things you have come to the right place that's right and you can find us wherever you get your podcasts and also on twitter at jazz gals pod go jazz go jazz you're back i mean you're on twitter you're, you're part of jazz twitter people you know if, if you're a jazz fan you probably know who travis l cox is uh you, i mean you're branding too like am i asked you for like you know some of your names like, all right cool so this is your brand, you know, TL Cox here. Uh, you, you, I'm a, we can see you on Skype here. We're watching your camera. You've set up, um, you do your own podcast, uh, but it's not jazz related. Yeah, no, I'm out here in LA uh, pursuing, you know, the, the acting dream. And part of that is I've been on an improv team for the past 10 years. We're called Storm Chaser Improv. And the pandemic hit and all of a sudden all of the theaters that we played at closed and we, we had a desire to keep uh, getting together and, and talking about this this craft of improv that we love. So we started a podcast. 
very creatively named the Storm Chaser Improv Podcast Show. <laughs> <laughs> and we're about, I think we just, tomorrow we release our 26th episode. And we've been having a lot of fun. It's it's not a funny podcast per se. It's more we're talking about improv and the craft of improv. And we're, we interview you know, people who are prominent in the improv community and, and actors that we've, our paths have crossed with, we pick their brains. And then we also sort of like share our own thoughts on it. And it's been, it's been great. I mean, we're brand new at it, but it's been fun. Right. So um, we talked about like OBT off probably theater earlier. Um, uh, so my connection to that theater is that my cousins um, are like the, like majority owner owners in that. So I've been watching, spoofs and improvs there for you know since i was like five so 30 some odd years now um i also um, i did you know theater in high school too and uh we did improv and so i, I mean i guess when people first hear improv they think um uh, whose line is it anyway right right yeah that's um, the go-to right so i mean how how, how is, are your shows different than what you see on whose line that's a great question, and a very good I, question. I don't know. People might want to fast forward through this if they get bored. So there's two schools of thought in improv. One is what they call short form, and that's whose line, where the players basically basically are they're playing games. There's a pretty easy premise. You know, the host sets up what's going to happen, and then the players play a game. Um, usually, it's centered around um, being clever, or being funny, or coming up with something witty. Something and then witty, there's yeah, which and it's a ton yeah. of fun. That's that was how I first got my start in improv was right. with the team in Cedar City, Utah, actually called Off the Cuff. Um, so are are you guys doing um a long form then? Are you guys doing heralds? Yeah, what do you yeah, exactly. So we do long form. Uh, we don't do a herald anymore. Most of us started learning with the herald. Um, now it's sort of more free form than that. I get really hippy dippy when I talk about improv. We like to say that our <laughs> form is improvised meaning it's a little bit different every night um but yeah we do a long form which the easiest way to describe long form is like it's a 30 minute piece you know we get one suggestion at the top of the show that will hopefully inspire a series of scenes that all connect in some sort of thematic entertaining usually funny way um at least that's the goal it's a little more you know the snooty way to say it it's a little more complex it's a little more there's a little more to it than short form, but um, yeah, yeah, both both are very fun. I really enjoy both. I mean, it's it's a very easy digestible form. Like you probably go, like I I don't know like we said in high school where we would run shows and we would tell people, hey, you know, this is improv, but not what you see on TV. We're gonna do this. We're gonna connect this, and you'll see it. And like people understand, it's not it's not too hard to digest that stuff. Um, yeah. So you're telling me you're an actor in LA. You moved to LA to be an actor. What restaurant do you serve at? <laughs> I can proudly say I haven't worked at a restaurant for okay. uh it's been like well I guess I was working at a bar for a while which is basically the same thing but I I haven't served for it's been like 3 years but I've been in LA for 10 so I was I was waiting <laughs> tables and serving and bartending for a lot of years absolutely right. mm-hmm. um, three, years, like, three, you three, three, three years clean it sounds like a sobriety talk it, it <laughs> kind of feels like it gets a, gets a chip every <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean logan you mean high school logan knew that i knew that i was sort of a, a theater kid there um but logan you also sort of went on the same sort of jazz path that travis went on um uh you know like um, uh, you followed them 
you're really into them, and then like you disappeared for a couple years. Even like during like their good Quinn years, you kind of disappeared. Uh, when did you come back, Logan? Do, do you think? Uh, I think not oddly enough, I think it was around the same time when I knew I was all back in was the playoff series with the Clippers. When uh, I saw Joe Jesus uh, did it for mm. him, like, oh, I mean, I, I never didn't. I mean, when I've got a team, I never not pay attention to them. I'll always check the box score and I'll, I'll watch a game on occasion, but I won't like really get into it. But I mean, that was the moment when you knew something was my my whole was like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was, it was yeah, it, it's around the same time, but I never really. I mean, I, I did and I did live through the Tyrone Corbin years. I mean, that was definitely not fun at Big Al Jefferson. Did you say your your hole like like uh, so many BYU uh, unfilled holes? Yeah, that was a that was a good search today. Yeah, you're right. That was amazing. Good, good callback. I was, I, 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 or not callback, and spe- but and speaking of looking to fill holes, go Google some of those recent images of Joe Johnson ready to make his NBA comeback. That'll fill oh, yeah. holes. The guy like, is Jack. looking delicious. Yeah, he's yeah. so ripped. <laughs> uh, Travis here. Um, so. Uh, with the jazz, with everything I'm going on, um, we big fan, but um, I, I do want to. We're we're gonna touch on some touchy subjects here because um, uh, your family is going through some stuff right now. Uh, yeah. Something that affects everybody, right? Like everybody knows somebody that's affected in some way. But um, uh, kind of give us your journey and like Rudy Gobert and the Jazz have reached out and does some really cool stuff for you guys. Um, uh, so I just want to touch on that a little bit. Yeah. So it was. Man, almost a year ago now, it was June 2nd, uh, my wife Whitney uh, was diagnosed with breast cancer, and it's been a whirlwind since then, but yeah, we were, her, Whitney's dad actually was friends with with Doug, who was a trainer for the Jazz, who actually just recently passed away from cancer, Um, but he mentioned to Doug that his daughter was going through cancer, and Doug helped him sort of facilitate this thing where they got a, a jersey from from Rudy, who is Whitney's favorite player. And he, you know, wrote a little message on there, like, stay strong, Whitney, and signed it. And it just, you know, meant the world to to both of us that it would, this simple act that Rudy would take his time out. But then not only did he just do that one-time thing, but Whitney decided to wear that jersey to every single chemo treatment, you know, cause it reminded her to stay strong. She's a big Rudy fan and it was sort of a, like a little totem for her. And so I would take a picture and tweet it out. And every single time without fail, Rudy would retweet it and add another little like message of support for wit, which was, it goes miles. I can't thank Rudy enough. And I, I did, I sent him a, a DM on Instagram just saying like, thank you so much. And then he responded, which again is such a little thing, but, he he's I'm sure he's getting hundreds of DMs all day that that he doesn't have time to, to respond to everyone. So the fact that he took the time just to like again send a little extra message of support and and, and send Whitney his love just shows you what a great dude he is. So I mean it's been it's been a, a rough ride and a long ride, but there's been some high notes along the way and Rudy's definitely been a big part of that. He, he said the word he said the word high notes, so that's good. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> what is you, you guys well, can Venmo me for that later. Gotcha. Well, I, I'm glad. I'm a, that, that's such a great inspirational story because, again, like cancer is something that, you know, almost everybody, I mean, you probably know somebody that is dealing with that, friends, family, or whatever. Yes, um, I, I, indeed have a, I indeed have you know? a niece who is suffering with a rare form of thyroid cancer 
who's going to Houston this week, and so uh, prayer, prayers up, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, and stuff like that really does like, because you posted a video, I watched the video, I tear like I'm a crier, so I'm a, I, I yeah. tear up. I'm, oh my god, this is so raid, and it's just good to see like the the human side of like NBA players, right? Like we know that you know we hear Rudy and Don, they do all these things, do charity, they help kids, they do all that, but. Then you get the when you actually get to meet the people that is actually helping uh, you and your your wife and your family and just everything like that. Just it's it really like this touches in like like hey Rudy really likes Rudy really likes it in Utah. He loves his fans and like he you know some guys you think all right maybe they're kind of a jerk or whatever right, but um, yeah uh, you know yeah m- maybe some people like just donate. Like, it's easy for multimillionaires to donate, you know. Fifty thousand dollars to a cause that's like, oh, I like this cause. Here's a here's a check, but to donate time, energy, money, or sorry, time and energy and just um uh, uh uh their concentration, you know, to take it and like, hey, think about you for a few minutes a day or whatever it is. Um, uh, that's great, right? That that's that hits differently. Yeah, it really does, and it's made me now uh very overly protective of Rudy on Twitter. Like I'll. There was a guy who was who tweeted some he tweeted, you know, it was the anniversary of him touching the mics and tweeted out like, imagine cheering for this asshole. And I was like, you don't know. He sent me messages. He did this and he retweeted it. And he said it. And the guy was like, man, it's Twitter. I was just I was just making a joke. <laughs> I was like, all right. Yeah, I'm that's a back really up bad a joke. Bit. All right. That's a really yeah, bad joke. Like, you don't. Yeah. He, he's a nice guy. But. Yeah. And, 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 and really, I get you know, I do sort of make fun of jazz fans uh, who go out there and are overly protective of their players. But like in this case, I'm like, well, you know, Travis actually has had like uh, an actual interaction with him outside of like, oh, I watch him on the TV and I like him uh, as a player or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But it, yeah. It is I nice. mean, it's like, still it's still Twitter. There's no need to be picking fights with Internet strangers. It's not accomplishing anything. But I do feel whether it's justified or not, I do feel I feel closer to Rudy. You know what I mean? I feel I'm yeah. just really grateful to what he's done for us. So yeah, Logan, I'm gonna write this down that um we should ask Travis to DM Rudy to come on. I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. <laughs> Gotta get him on my <laughs> podcast first. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Rudy, talk about improv. All right. Yeah. Oh man, the one of the other improvisers is also from Utah, and she's a huge jazz fan. And in almost every episode of our podcast, we talk about how basketball is improv like it's the same concept and there's so many of the same ideas so we, there's so much cross oh man if i could get an nba player to talk about improv and like the the how the, the how they correlate would be the best logan like like, like what, you if talked about was, this what if it was gordon hayward <laughs> sorry i don't who is that you said his name earlier i know you know who it is oh um, man i that no, I no, I don't want to talk to Gordon Hayward. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Logan, like Logan asked Sarah Todd this I'm when she sure. came on, was like, oh, yeah. um, explain like offense and defense, right? And what Sarah had said, sort of like again, this is not exactly, but she kind of said it's sort of all the same, but different words and then different ways to like kind of tweak it and run it. Is that that's kind of like what we're talking about, right, Logan? Like, um, uh, basketball is like improv. Like, you know what it's gonna be. It's all the same, you know, pick and roll, all that stuff. But then you tweak it just a little bit. It's not like the NFL where you run like all of a sudden the Wildcats are a brand new thing or, you know, the, the RPO is a brand something we haven't seen. Basketball is kind of the same stuff that we see over and over again. 
but you tweak it just a little bit so it's a little more crisp. Like, is that? Am I making sense, Logan? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it's just slight variations on the same thing, especially especially in basketball now when everyone's just running the same thing over and over again. So yeah, I, I can so see much that. pick and roll. So yeah, high pick and roll is all it is, right? So. <laughs> just keep just running with different players. Hey, I'm Mark. And this is Doug. What's up? And we're co-hosts of a weekly podcast on the Utah Jazz called Twos and Threes. It's available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you get podcasts on your feed every Monday morning. Mark's my big brother, and you could say this podcast is a family affair, but really we think of the jazz and jazz nation as our family. So we'd love for you to participate with us to listen, and really, let's do this together. Go jazz. Go jazz. Be our family. Boom. Um, all right, so uh, you know we you you do you do the improv thing. You're doing the so is it weird watching the jazz? I mean, you're in the Pacific time zone, uh, mm-hmm. West Coast time zone. There, um, I've always said you know mountain time zone. Mountain time zone is probably the best for most things like watching NBA games or whatever. Um, do you find yourself like having to like rush home from work or um, you know on the East Coast? Can you even see those games or, at all or? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, because I'm an actor, I don't have a real job. So I do, (laughs) (laughs) my schedule is pretty loose. I do between my acting jobs, I do freelance, uh, photography and videography, which is also very flexible. So yeah, I'm usually, I'm usually home. So it, it works out good. I'm like I said, I, I don't think I've missed a game in years. Oh, well, I mean, all right. So that apparently we're, we're doing If you're working at nine to five, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, nope. hey, no judgment, but it's, it's, uh, but, but also, listen, I also live in a one bedroom apartment and I'm 35. So it, there's give and take. <laughs> I, I live in a van down my river, man. What are you saying? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so, the Weaver River. Yeah, the Weaver River. <laughs> uh, Jared. Uh, I, well, Clarkson hasn't played, so no, no corner. I don't know. We, I don't know. We have a a bogey, but but bodega or anything here. Um, uh, what have we seen? From, <laughs> have we seen anything from the Jazz lately? That like I know that you talked about Juwan Morgan that you the thought Ingles was going to get some and um, that well, he, the ironic thing. That, that you're Juwan very Morgan right about played. that. Yeah, everybody um, else played besides Juwan. Besides Juwan, he's very much Derek. He's very much Derek Favors insurance as you. Very astutely put it, honestly. But we, but we saw Ursong, we saw Matt Tom, Matt Thomas did a lot of runs. Yeah, Trent Force made Thomas. sense to me. Like I'm, I was at the game Monday against the Wizards when they didn't have Conley uh, or uh, Clarkson, and Force came in, and one of the other photographers was like, "Hey, um, uh, uh, um, uh, like, is he taking Mie Monis? I'm like, nah, I think Mie, and, you know, and I just said Mie Monis are going to be these guys. Trent Force is kind of filling in for the Conley Clarkson void here. Yeah. Um, so we, we've done two games again. This is sort of still a small sample size, but the biggest sample size of the season from Forrest, Thomas, Erson. Uh, we talk about the third unit a lot. Did um, uh, that, that third unit? Speaking of you know the cox double coxing third unit. Um, is there anything from the third unit that you've seen that has given you hope that if an injury happens, um, uh, the Jazz can kind of plug and play somebody? Uh, I think. Mie only uh, only is the only one I can 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 see getting minutes that don't hurt us. Um, cause those, I mean, and and Oni's not gonna 
replace somebody like Clarkson because I mean you don't have the offensive creativity and he's as uh as our as our boy gets it said uh, he's much more Bruce Bowen than than Jordan Clarkson so he's uh, he's your defensive guy he's gonna kick a guy in the jaw yeah he's gonna kick a guy in the jaw blocking a shot the, kick him in the jaw that, yeah you haven't seen that clip where he where Bruce Bowen like jumps. And he go he's going over to block the guy or whatever. He jumps and it hits the guy in the face. I'll have to find it. I think it's against the Mavericks. I'll find I'll find it for you. It's it's uh if you search Bruce Bowen on uh the GIF search on Twitter or pretty much anywhere, it'll come right up. But I'll just message you with it. Um Logan, you know, your favorite talk, Jazz men ten through fifteen, um, that we saw in extended minutes. We're seeing them because things have gone wrong for the Jazz, like you know. Jordan Clarkson, right ankle injury. Mike Conley rests back to back. I mean, I mean, Royce O'Neill rests. Um, Joe Ingles sort of rest and sort of um, a knee management. So we're seeing these guys 10 through 15 and games that the Jazz should probably win regardless. But um, uh, what are you seeing um, with these backup guys coming in? I, I, have, I honestly haven't seen anything. These have been the games that I haven't been able to watch. Um, oh, that's I true. Matt, Keep it not, I, I hear Matt Thomas sucks, so that's cool. Um, he's, <laughs> he's like three for twenty shooting threes, I guess. Is that what? That's what the yeah, and, he, and he's a sharp shooter. Woohoo! That's what the home court hey. press told me today. Um, yeah, I'll let them back him up. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I mean, I, I I know it's about ten through fifteen, but I, I have come a long ways on Yang. I, I'm no longer a hater. I don't know if I was ever a hater. I was a I was asexual when it came to Niang. Um but I, he, he he's he's been great, man. He really has been great. Doubters uh, or doubters. Mie, Mie I don't. That seems to be the guy that everyone loves, and I, I'm not making any statements one way or another. I just don't know much about him. Um, and then I, I, I'm sure that we overvalue all those guys. Um, after that, probably, hey, probably who? far too far. Your boy Brantley got some run. What do you? What do? What do you think? Yeah. Again, this is I, I like him, and it's funny because I, I mean, he's that boy because I talked about him like, oh boy, he might be. He could be another version of Jay Crowder, and I don't, you know, I don't know why I picked Jay Crowder as my as my comp for him when he got drafted. Um, uh, physical profile, but, probably. Yeah, I thought I thought he was just kind of a strong big guy out there. Uh, again, it's one of the things I like. That's cool, but nothing that I see in these like minutes, even with Mia, I'm like, all right, cool. I, I think Mia is going to break that rotation for the Jazz next season, which is nice. Like, but we've seen him all year and seen that stuff from him. Jarrell's another guy like it's nice to have break case emergency, but he also might be out of the league next year, so who knows? Um, yeah, so n- nothing like great. I mean, it's cool to see him out there doing a few things in the NBA, but he's not he's not really, really showing me like oh boy, like I'm not super excited about it. But I think he's good. Gotcha. Uh, to touch on J- George Yang, as, as Logan brought up, like we we kind of bagged on him last year. Like I, you know, I'll say it, I bagged on him last year. Because he was playing in the seventh man role because he had to step up because Bogey went down. The Jazz didn't have the depth. Um, and he looked really lost in that role. Um, but as a knife man this year, I think I've been pretty happy with him. You know, he had a rough first few games. Right. Um, and then Yang Tracker showed up and, and changed his fortunes, which was kind of crazy. <laughs> That um, was amazing. How yeah. He so, like, turned um, it around once the Yang Tracker showed up. Yeah, Yang Tracker, he's, he's like, there's a tracker now? I got to do well. But like, Yang's number one playing for his. Uh, George is playing for his um, uh, next contract, right? Like, there's a good chance that he's not on the Jazz next year because 
he's probably going to get a mid-level exception contract, like $8 million from some other team that yeah. wants to make him their first power forward off the bench. And, you know, I, I've held back on tweeting this out, especially when Bogey was struggling, that when Bogey was struggling, I go, well, you know, guys, George uh, Yang no. and his limited minutes are is hitting threes and playing defense and rebounding. And Bogey, when he's not doing that, you know, what else is he giving you? But the problem is that, you know, I don't think George Yang can do that for the extended p- period of time that Bogey could do it. So uh, that's why I never tweeted it out because I you tweet out a hot take like that even and you can explain yourself that people will say, oh, you think Yang's better than Bogey? And then, you know, I learned from Logan not to do that. So, <laughs> uh, uh, Travis, um, so you've watched the last two games. Um, uh, how, do you, how do you feel about our, our third unit, our, our third Cox on, uh, on the team? Oh, man. Well, like I keep saying, I'm just like the ultimate optimist but i i i agree with what you guys are saying it's been i had a lot of fun watching them play i'm glad they got some minutes with our starters and i think there is some potential i also think it's really cool just to hear these guys' story and jarrell brantley's post game where he was like today was awesome today was so fun just made me smile so much so oh, I love i'm that positivity from him, oh though. gosh it's so good it, it, it just makes me so i am cheering for them i'm pulling for them i hope that they they have success but I think I think Mie has proven that he can play um, and that he he can hold his own on a NBA team and and Brantley too. I mean I mean I think Locke made the point it was either today or yesterday that if Brantley was on a bad team he'd be getting minimum he'd be getting minutes. Um, so I I thought he he played good for us the other day but not not good enough to to get minutes from anybody else. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, like I said, we, we talked about the Jazz 1 through 9 being super strong this year. Like, um, uh, they, they, and again, this is this real quick about the trade deadline, um, uh, you know, because I was on, you know, in the main cabin of the trade bogey stuff. And we talked about this, though, that the Jazz probably made the right move not making a, a huge trade of the trade deadline because the Jazz took a year and a half to kind of get this lineup, you know, through all the growing pains. And we've talked about how new players coming into the Quinn system look a little lost and they don't look lost this year. So probably good, good, good idea. I mean, better or worse, not having that long wing defender for the jazz. We'll see. I mean, um, the jazz might just be good enough without it that they, they don't need to. Um, Travis, I mean, anything else you want to hit on? So you hit your podcast here. Uh, have I, I, I hope I've been saying your Twitter, Trav L Cox. Is that right? Yeah. My middle name is Lincoln. So I think that was, Trav L, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I want it to be is. Logan so badly. I know, I know. It would have been better. Logan. I could change it. I could change it if you want. Well, only, <laughs> Logan, will you, Logan, will you tra- change your middle name to Travis? Yes. All right, let's do it. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> LTC and uh, so I'm uh, Jared. Uh, so no, no, I'm a player. I'm a thing this year. What, what you got going on this week? Sorry, no player profile this weekend okay. um you got nothing well, going on I mean, you loser tell us about your life <laughs> <laughs> um i mean if you well, have one go for it I, I didn't think we had one so. uh let's just let's just go back in inside the ingles igloo you know okay. joe right. joe heals all things uh i hope he plays uh, next namaste game, he was off the uh, Oh, it's like I'm, uh, we're gonna have to go into a long uh, Ingles talk uh, 
at his playoff runs um, we've seen uh, recently, but probably got closer to the playoffs. Um, Jared, can I borrow like him? Uh, or, yeah. or do you have fourteen hundred dollars? You can just some uh, buy an Ingles and Renee Zoom call for me. Uh, <laughs> we can use it for that. We can use it for this. Uh, uh, think of the yeah, numbers. Yeah, yeah. I don't have fourteen hundred dollars. I'm sorry. It's called credit, man. I mean, it's for a good cause, yeah. Jared. No, it's for I'm a good sorry. cause. Don't be cheap. Hey, Logan's the one. Logan's the money bags, man. Sell so, so pictures of your feet on the internet. <laughs> That's how Logan is it. That's how Logan pays for two houses. Um, Dragon Squatch, <laughs> uh, original Cox, the original Cox here. Um, uh, you usually got some shoutouts for us. What do we got this week? I got a, I got a two two shoutouts this week. Uh, the first one he's on the Twitter is uh, his his name is Tad, which is fantastic. Um, and uh, it's at Blackie Moda. That feels a little racist. Um, I don't. I'm just reading this now for the first time. Um, but uh, he's he, he's joined my daily Kobe shoutouts, and I I really appreciate his commitment to doing something different. Sometimes it's meat. Sometimes it's a tower with Kobe. Sometimes it's a country. Uh, so I appreciate the uniqueness. But really, the one that takes the cake for me is. Uh, what's this? What's that thing? The Les Olson, Les Olson, at where you're watching the game from? Oh yeah. Uh, I, I hashtag that. Yeah, I, I did. I hashtag that on, on the toilet with my legs, and so oh I got gosh. quite a bit of response on that tweet. But the best one goes to, and it's it's appropriate talking about Bowler and Hot Rod and the rest of them, because we all know the iconic phrase from Hot Rod with a, a gentle push and a mild arc, the cowhide globe hits home. And uh, this guy's Kevin, who's who's uh, who's who's whose ad is uh, Moskev, M-O-S-K-E-V. He replied back and then just disappeared, didn't respond, didn't say a thing. He just he just jumped into replies and said, with a gentle push and a mild fart, the old cow turd globe home. I know. That's fantastic. I laughed. I've never interacted with the man before or since. But if you're gonna only interact with me once in my life, that's really that's about as good as it gets. So, and and and, uh, and as always, if you want to buy your jazz co-op gear, do you want this.com? So, yeah, do you d o you want this.com? I'm a jazz pad co-op, uh, home court press, jazz gals, twos and threes, Jedi germs, Devin, uh, the jazz the podcast, Jabber Jazz. Oh, boy, I feel like I just missed somebody pretty important. I, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of jazz podcasts out there, but I'm um, an uh, improv podcast. Um, uh, the I'm sorry, what was it again? Uh, I was going to see if you could remember it all. The Storm Chaser Improv Podcast Show. show. Podcast Show, yeah. yes. Storm, Storm yeah. Chaser. I, I kept thinking Storm Trooper. I'm like, that's not right. It's not Storm I hear Trooper. Storm Trooper. Storm Chaser. I think Tornado mm. is not Star Wars. Um, uh, who, um, uh, who was the biggest guest you had on your on your podcast, Traff? Oh man, so far with the Blue Edwards. It's so hard to say. No, it wasn't Blue Edwards. Like fame level wise, it's probably a guy named Brendan Jennings. He's a writer and a actor on AP Bio. Um, actually, next week we're interviewing uh, Keiko Agina, who is on Gilmore Girls and Prodigal Son and Thirteen Reasons. Um, she's uh, been an improviser for a long time. So she's really awesome. Um, and then a lot of like sort of like inside baseball guests of like if you're into improv like a, a lot of names you would recognize but that you probably wouldn't recognize if you weren't oh i was saying oh wayne brady sweet <laughs> yeah someday someday I've, wayne... I've been sitting on my i've been sitting on my wayne brady joke the whole time wondering if it was offensive to bring him up like i didn't know if he was like 
the poster child for what it really wasn't. So I've been <laughs> oh man, Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady is a fantastic game provider, man. He's so funny. He's great. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. Rain, Wayne Brady, Wayne Brady, Ryan Styles, Colin Mockery, Greg. Uh, Greg Proops. Proops. Yeah, there we go. Greg Sherwood. Um, yeah, yeah, Sherwood. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, those are like those are the whose line is anyway, guys. Right. So yeah. Uh, yeah. And all those guys like genuinely like whose line is call it whatever you want, but those guys are legit improvisers. They're very, very good. Right. Like yeah. I, mean, I think what you were alluding to is like the show is not really improv, but um, uh, but you know, a, a live version of those guys could probably handle themselves. Yeah, they're um, fantastic. Uh, you know, I mean, if you if you use TikTok, there's there's a lot of um, uh, whose line is that sound that is is used in those TikToks. So, is um, there really? I that. Yeah, like um, because uh, they'll they'll have like like the Aisha Tyler stuff. They'll be they'll have some like good scenes from a hat stuff that yeah. makes good sound. You know? Like what, what? What can you say to about your car that you can't say about your wife or whatever, uh, stuff like that, you know? Um, uh, yeah. So Travis, uh, so your passions are, are um, obviously you're married. You know, you you kept you kept humble bragging about that. That's cool. There's yeah, I like got that on here with often that. as I can. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, hurt hurt my heart. Like, oh, cool, man. Like, you got a wife. You don't have to rub it in. Um, <laughs> yep. So you know, obviously loving husband over there. Got got a great relationship. You're from Utah, but moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, you're you're an actor, you're a videographer, uh, He's not and you're dying huge in L.A. Shout out to him for that. Yeah. What's that? Uh, I said you're not dying in in L.A. Shout out to you for that. Yeah, I much appreciated. <laughs> yeah, man, like, well, I love that song. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're 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 living it out out there um, in in the California in, in enemy territory, really. Californication. Um, oh yeah. Some of my best friends now, because of I've been here for so long, are, are Lakers fans, and it's a it's a fun rivalry. <laughs> like uh, those are, those are gonna be some good bets. Um, it's yeah. gonna be a shame that the Jazz are likely I don't say not very likely, but you know sort of likely to um uh, face the Lakers before the playoffs without um you know AD or LeBron, and you know taking a page from Logan's book though, like hey you know. Yeah, I'm torn about it because it's it would be fun to see how we match up, but also like I'll take those wins, man. <laughs> if the Jazz can win, like I, mean, I, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. Like we've got to see the Jazz play well and play healthy themselves. Um, uh, well, the, you know, I, I'm glad that you know. I, I hope that we've converted you to become a, a listener of the High Notes or, or any uh, pods. Already, already oh, yeah, well. I try to listen as many of the Jazz pods as I can. Uh, there are a lot of them, but you all put out really fun content and you're all a little different so no i i listen to you guys as often as i can for sure it's a, it's a local flares it's different you know like um, uh, you, you you know we, we talk about it all the time like um, uh, we, we try to get something different for everybody do different things have good conversations and uh, thanks for like i mean i guess it's not as late for you it's, it's, it's late for us mount, mountain time zoners i guess uh but coming out um, i can't wait to um, uh, listen to uh, the storm chasers podcast show yeah check it out let me know what you think yeah, I mean, I, I'm a big, I'm a big theater nerd myself. So, uh, Logan, I'm a uh, anything else? I'm, a, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna play the mute. I'm gonna play the uh, credit music. Hopefully, not as loud as I did last week. I'm sorry about that, folks. Uh, as you, I'm a you, you, you let us out here, Logan. <laughs> I've got nothing. Don't put okay. the credit music. Pick somebody else. <laughs> no, not me, not me. I, 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 got, uh, I got, I, you know, just like the jazz, like the old, the jazz of old, and DJ used to love talking about. I was just burnt out on the second of a back to back. You know, if you would have got me on the front end of this pod, you would have got crisp, strong, sturdy legs. But I'm a little wobbly. 
a little wobbly, I'm a yeah, little worn out. Uh, yeah, we're excited. I I think the next game is fr- Friday morning. Friday at 1 p.m. the Jazz 1 p.m. Mountain Time the Jazz play in the middle of a work day. Luckily for Trav, he can you know he can work around that schedule. But, the morning, uh, right? Yeah. The morning. I'll be just, now moved just to be waking afternoon. up. What was that, Jared? That's, Sorry. The, the morning has now moved to the afternoon. So that's a nooner for you, Trav. Oh, yeah. That's a nooner. Yeah. That is a nooner. A nooner game. I'll have uh, to set my alarm. <laughs> Uh, Travis, come back on because um, uh, you're you're a great guest. We we and you know what? I've never had uh, a, a double cox. I, uh, I'm I'm actually very stuffed, and um, uh, it feels good. Uh, it feels right. <laughs> I knew it would. Good I knew lord. It would. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. This is a ton of fun. Uh, like like Thanksgiving, like <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner. I just see who is like with stuffing just falling out of their mouth. <laughs> Oh, uh, that is how we're ending the show. I apologize. Yeah, that's incredible music. I apologize for if you have kids listening. That's that's not that's not. All right, folks. Um, uh, I that's it. What's wrong with guys? stuffing? It's bread and onions. What's the it's celery, right? Like I don't. Who, if you didn't add that last part, I mean, it, nobody would have been like any the wiser. He's been making them. Uh, he's been making them the whole time. I just like been trying to keep it in, but I could. I don't know. The last. Oh, that been... that last one sent me, man. That was. That was, I know, so, I know. That, was, like, that was so funny. <laughs> well, you know, Travis, he knows. Travis here, he knows comedy, right? You build up to it, like I'm, uh, you know, I, I spent, I spent the first two hours like just sprinkling it in there, here and there, and I was like, okay, we're gonna go out, we're gonna go out with the hammer. This is, this is, you have to go out with the, your, your best joke. And yeah, you like, need well. that, you need that button for the light pole. You gotta have it. Yeah, so I was like, here we go. You know, I'm gonna George Costanza. We're gonna go out on a high note. So, boom. <laughs>